0: So the Bible records three specific temptations that Satan gave to Jesus when he was in the wilderness, fasting for 40 days. Uh, The temptation to turn a rock into bread, the temptation to uh, jump from the temple trusting that God will catch him, and the temptation to bow down to Satan for for the reward of getting all all the kingdoms in the world. If you were Satan, when would you have thrown the turn the rock into bread temptation at Jesus? Near the beginning of the 40 days or near the end? Probably near the end, right? Because if you're fasting for 40 days, you're probably going to be hungry. And of course, there's nothing wrong with being hungry. God designed our bodies to get hungry to let us know when we when we need food. There's nothing wrong with being hungry. Just as the other temptations, they appeal to needs that aren't ungodly. You know, when um, when he said, "You can have all the kingdoms of the world," he was he was appealing to our need to feel loved and approved of and accepted and those are all from God. God is love and God loves us and in Christ he gives us his, his full approval. Those are good, godly things. The, uh, the temptation to test God by throwing yourself off the temple and trust that his angels are going to catch you, that was appealing to our need to feel safe. and It's not wrong to want to feel safe or protected. That's, that's a godly thing. What makes Satan's temptations tricky is that that's what he often deals with. He takes things that are very good and very godly, our need for love, our need for food, our need for for safety and protection, and he uses them to twist us, to turn us in a direction that God doesn't want to be going. And in doing that, his temptations have a way of doing something else. They reveal something about us. You know, they reveal what it is that we love the most. And that is why Jesus answered the way he did with the temptations. There was one thing in common that Jesus did with every temptation. You know, Jesus did not want to be known as somebody who loved bread and who loved security and who loved approval and who loved protection more than he loved every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. He wanted to be known as somebody who loves God. More than anything. And he showed that by hanging on to every one of his words, which is something that both he and his disciples did very well during their ministry. Do you know how many times Jesus quoted the Bible during just his three years of public ministry on earth? Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. And do you know how many times his disciples quoted some other part of the Bible during their during their ministry as it's recorded in scripture? 209. <laughs> 209. They were, um, they were putting into practice what we're told to do in, in 2 Timothy where it says that all scripture should be used for teaching and rebuking and training in righteousness or in the book of Colossians where it says to let the word of Christ dwell in us richly so that we can use it to teach and admonish and Jesus and his disciples, they did that and they did that well. They used God's word, they spent time in his word, they memorized it and they put it into practice over and over again and again. They used the Bible to dictate not only what they should be doing and believing, but also how they should be feeling. And think about that in your own life. Think about the last time you felt afraid or worried or pessimistic about anything. Which passage in the Bible gave you the right to feel that way? Which word of the Lord said that that was okay? There are none. There are none. And when we do those things anyway, it It reveals what it is that our hearts love more than anything. We often love comfort and we often love approval and we often love the feeling of being loved by someone. We often love the bread and the things that are available in this world more than we love the God who gives us all those things. And then it reveals something else about us when that's the case. It reveals that we have no idea how hard it was to be Jesus during those forty days, and we've never even gone—I mean, forty days of just being assaulted by by Satan, moment after moment, again and again. And we've never hung on a cross, where all of our earthly satisfaction was was suddenly taken away. And we've never opened up the pages of Scripture and read about the uh, the, the serpents had to be crushed by the seed of the woman, or reading about the lamb who would be slain for sins that did not belong to him and knew that that would mean one day the end of all of my earthly satisfaction, just so God could end up with the one thing that means more to his heart than anything. And that's you. That's you. That's what God wanted to end up with, you. Your forgiveness your salvation, your ability to walk through life, knowing that one day your heart and soul and everything that you are will be satisfied in all the most perfect ways. And the only person, kind of person, who could give that to us is somebody who really didn't care all that much about his own satisfaction as much as he did care about the word of the God who wants you by him. And Jesus did. Which is why the Bible says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you by my righteous right hand. That's why Jesus said, I know my sheep and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. How do those words from the mouth of the Lord make you feel? Probably pretty good. And that's the strength that we find from the word. That's the truth that we base our lives on, along with this one. In this world, Jesus said, you will have much trouble. But take heart, he said, for I have overcome the world. And by faith in him, so have you. And that is a truth about which there is nothing Satan can do. Hey everyone, Pastor Mike here with Time of Grace. Uh, Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. And we'd love for this podcast to be a blessing to you in the days to come. So if you could share this podcast, subscribe so that every episode ends up in your feed, or just leave us a review. We would love more and more people to hear this message so that their lives can be surrounded and blessed by the grace of God. Thanks again, and have a wonderful day.